I had a personal website, so I was uh, putting up old photos uh, from our family collection. I was contacted by a fellow named Wesley Arnold, who had been collecting photos of Centerline uh, going back uh, to the 1960s when he was in high school. He began collecting them, so he got a lot of those old photos directly from the uh, people who took them. How did the Historical Society come together? Um, for the 80th anniversary of the uh, the uh, founding of the city of Centerline, uh, a booklet was put together, and we got a group of people together to help write the historical background section. And after we were done, we said, well, maybe we ought to continue this. So we uh, got together, met regularly, and uh, we've got our 501c3, and we're incorporated. Where do you meet and how often? Well, we meet monthly, uh, usually the first Friday uh, at 10 a.m. at the Centerline Public Library. A lot of historical societies are based inside historic homes. Uh, do you have a permanent home? No, we don't, no. Uh, we do have our collection. We have a secured area where that's stored, but it's uh, not open to the public. That's a, that's a dream down the road for us. We hope to get there someday, but we got to start with a collection. And, uh, you know, this probably should have been formed a generation ago, and uh, we would have been able to get a lot more uh, of a collection started earlier. But uh, so we're we're starting a little bit late, but there's still plenty of stuff out there. And as people learn from us, we're getting more and more items donated to us. What would you need to get a permanent location that that the public could visit? Well, first we need to get uh, a permanent location for storage. Right now, we're using a temporary location, mm -hmm. and uh, they've asked us uh, if we could. Uh, find another location soon because they want to reuse that area. So first we need to find that, and I think where we are able to find that storage location will dictate then uh, the when and how as to whether we make that available for public uh, uh, displays. In the meantime, we hope to uh, be able to make uh, temporary small displays that we could put at the recreation building or at the library and rotate the items out of our collection that way so people can at least see them. What's the biggest change you've seen in Centerline in your lifetime, and how does it shape the city's history? I would say the biggest change uh, began around 1965. I was still in school, just, just about ready to enter high school. Uh, the city began an urban renewal program, uh, which ultimately um, demolished a number of the old uh, storefront buildings along Van Dyke, uh, between Engelman and Van Dyke, actually, is the area where they focused the most and redeveloped it with shopping centers and uh, a high-rise tower for senior citizens. Uh, it changed the character, the appearance of the downtown area. And I think it's probably for the better because a lot of those buildings at the time were 40 or more years old, some of them going back uh, much older than that. And uh, that was initially probably kicked off, though, by the uh, expansion of the St. Clement Parish. In 1960, they began... Uh, expanding and acquiring some storefronts so that they could build the new church, which is currently there. And uh, they did that through their own funds, and that actually began the renewal process that resulted in the uh, church that you see there today, which was dedicated in August of 61. So in 65, the city began the urban renewal process, and that took about three years before they uh, completed the cycle of demolition and the uh, the uh, construction of new shopping. You say it changed the character of the city. How? Well, um, before you would know who the owner was because uh, they were the person that greeted you as you walked in the door uh, with most of those businesses. And I grew up and I knew 
my mom would go to Sam Robinson's uh, department store to buy us a shirt or shoes, and Sam would be there. You know, that, that was probably the biggest change right there. One of the goals of a of any historical association is to educate people. Do you visit centerline schools? Do you go into the and, and meet students? Not yet. Well, we've had some discussions with the uh, the Centerline Public Schools and expressed an interest and willingness to uh, to come in to the schools and, and present and bring artifacts or whatever and uh, uh, tell some of the stories and the history of our area. But uh, what we need to do is align it with their curriculum. So. Uh, we're just in the talking stages at that point, but that's one of our goals is educational, and it's right in our uh, in our incorporation in our 501c3 that that's uh, our, one of our primary objectives. You mentioned that you feel like this probably should have come together a generation ago. Um, do you think there's enough interest? How do you generate enough interest for the next generation to come along and carry on your legacy with this historical society? Well, we hope to... Um, uh, engage and acquire uh, additional members, um, particularly residents, current residents of Centerline, because many of our members on our board, we no longer live in Centerline. So we want to expand. And uh, the point we want to make is that we're creating history today, too. We don't want to miss any of that. So we need to engage you know, residents that way and uh, uh, trying to determine what's really important, what ought to be uh, at least saved or photographed or you know, copies made of things like that. So uh, that's where we want to head. What would you like non-centerliners to know about the city, people who don't have a connection with it? Well, I, I tend to, to say that uh, it was it's not really a suburb. At least at one time it wasn't. It was its own um, community uh, surrounded by truck farms that serviced the city, and it was a, a long ride into town to bring firewood or uh the farm vegetables, things like that, down to the market. Uh, and over time, uh, the expansion of the uh, Detroit and the other suburbs uh, engulfed us. So, you know, going back, it's a long history, 1854, when the, the first uh, genesis of that community started, uh, it was out in the boondocks. Now it's just a, a quick drive.